Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to a Thursday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Hello, Satsy. How are you, Jace? And Good. also the rest of this beautiful state of Queensland, wherever you are. Some hot temperatures starting to creep up, isn't it? Oh, thanks, Gary Youngbury. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Have you run out of things to talk about that you're going to start with the weather straight away? Mm. We've got a lot to get to, Sam. 36 degrees in Cloncurry. Is it? You don't know. WNBC. <laughs> right, here we go. Yeah. Hey, uh, welcome to the show. Jai Opataya, uh, one of our great boxers. Have on... we not played this interview yet? No. Nope. Oh, uh, okay. We spoke to him uh, last week. Yeah. So we're finally getting the chance to play it tonight in the show. Of course, he... Defended his belts at Wembley Stadium. Uh, welterweights titles? He Were is a cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. So just under the heavyweights. So, um, boy, this bloke can box. Wait till we have a chat to him. We've spoken to him a couple of times, and this is a guy. He's from, he is from the central coast of New South Wales. Put that aside for the moment, but this is a guy you want to know the name of because he is going to be a superstar in boxing. He murdered his opposition. <laughs> not Not officially. No, not not officially, nearly. but yeah, you are right. He picked him to pieces. And this is a, a guy that fights in a weight category that's not really celebrated, to be quite honest, just under the heavyweights. But the way that he destroyed this Englishman a couple of weeks ago, it was grand final morning, actually. Yeah, it was. We woke up, didn't we, to, to watch Jai up a tie. And well, I wasn't and... with you. I didn't wake up with yeah, you, yeah. so can you not <laughs> even suggest that? But um, but this is a guy that actually made the boxing world, even if you're not a boxing fan, he made sporting people stand up and go, whoa. So yeah. if you've never heard of him, you've never watched much boxing, go to YouTube and type in Jai Opataya, last fight. It's Yeah, it's quite devastating. Also on the show tonight, the man who wouldn't be able to punch his way out of a wet paper bag, mm. Chris Nelson, with a Racing Queensland update for us. But right now, the good oil on Sports Day for Cobram Estate, a premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. P&G apparently are in the box seat to gain the 18th NRL licence after the North Sydney Bears lost $11 million in funding promised by the New South Wales government. Yeah, this is huge news, actually, because there's always this argument around who will get this 18th licence. Mm-hmm. Many people are saying, eh, will they give an 18th licence? It is a lay down was there that they will give an 18th licence, without a doubt. It means more money to the game when it comes to the, the television rights, when they go back and renegotiate that. So, uh, But the North Sydney Bears are always in and around wanting to link themselves to another franchise, whether it's the WA bid, yep. the Western Australian bid, whatever it may be, they're trying to get that red and black jersey going again. But with this funding that has been now ripped from their grasps, more or less, it puts them probably at the back of the line. Now, now, now Papua New Guinea is an interesting one because it is a religion up there, the sport. It's their number one sport. It would You would find it difficult to recruit players to go and live in Papua New Guinea. Yep. So the reports are that they would base it out of Cairns. Then you've got the North Queensland Cowboys saying the NRL, hang on a sec, no, that's our backyard. Mm. And no people who drive four hours to go to exactly. Townsville to watch games. So you've got all these arguments going on. But what we don't know, what a lot of people don't know, the underlying factor here is it's all about the government. It's all about government. For more reports, it's all about government links and government relationships. So with, the, the, the Prime Minister's backing it. Yes. Which is just ridiculous in itself. Something to do with China in the... In the in, it's to protect, yeah. Yeah. To, it's to keep PNG with Australia. Yeah, so... Surely there are other ways to do this. And again, and Sats, 
you've been involved with this before with mm-hmm. the with the the jets bid that you had. The if if this is the case, I, I'll be absolutely disgusted. I don't think PNG is the right place. I think we should take games there, and you believe that as well, right? Totally agree. Yep. But I just, how can you ignore? The Western Corridor of Brisbane. Yeah, Western Corridor of Brisbane will be lost to the AFL. Uh, the numbers have already... They're dwindled. already starting to win the yeah, battle. Yeah, exactly. The, the Rugby League and the NRL have... They've, you know, behind closed doors, they'll admit that the game is really got a fight on its hands with the AFL. Uh, then you have to look at Western Australia from purely a schedule timing when it, when it comes to watching Rugby League on TV. It's perfect. Yeah, it is. The, the timing. Now, with Papua New Guinea, I agree with you. I think we just keep taking as many games there as possible. Um, it's always going to have that frenzy about the game. So you would be based in Cairns for more, for more reports. And then just so the game's on a Saturday night, you'd be going up there on, the say, the Thursday and yep. doing your last couple of training sessions up there, doing a, some community work, which you can't do freely in Papua New Guinea because the fans are so crazy about the, the individuals and the players. It's... At sometimes it gets quite unsafe, uh, and then play your home game and fly back on you know, the Sunday morning, whatever it may be. So uh, it's good in principle, great in theory, really hard to execute. And I hope politics isn't involved in this. But well, sounds like it I think is. I may be wrong. Sounds like it is. Mm. And if you've got the prime minister, and we've seen meetings between Valandis and the PM, and mm. if that's yeah, anyway, it's it's not great. Look. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I don't think it's great for the game in Australia. I think the best place for another team to go, and not just because of USATs, I just sit here and I go, wait, you've got the AFL set up. In Springfield. In Springfield near Ipswich. You've got all that territory, and yet the NRL aren't. I just, and it's NRL heartland. I just, I just. Well, for, if you want to try and imagine a map and you look at Penrith, yeah. where Penrith is, and they're at the base of the Blue Mountains. Yep. Then you got Ipswich, which was at the base of the range, going up to, up to Toowoomba and all up through that granite belt region. It's, it's a big area, and oh. it's been a, you know, it's been a provider of some some of our greatest rugby league players. Well, imagine imagine Western Sydney then, yeah, without Penrith or Parramatta. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And and you've got imagine GWS sitting in Parramatta. Mm. Holy moly! I know. Rightio, that's the good old. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. Break time. Jai Opataya joins us next on Sports Day. Kia, Kia didn't, didn't just make an eight-seat family, family car. car. They made, they a, made grand a grand utility, utility vehicle. vehicle. Kia, Kia Carnival, Carnival GUV. This, this is Sports Day. Day. Thanks for joining us again on Sports Day, mate. 
Thanks, Thanks for having me, please. Yeah, great. Yeah, great. great. As, as, we just, as we just said, we'll never, we'll get, never get sick of hearing, hearing Adam. I'm sure you will never say you've already heard it once before, before after you beat Marius Breedus, but in 2022. But, but I've got to say, say Joy, the body, the body would be feeling a little bit better compared this time compared to when you first got the title. Yeah, for sure, man. The first fight I've actually come out of the ring and been able to just focus on the fight. But it's a good feeling, man. I can't wait. Yeah, of course that fight against Marius Brutus. Now, I'm going to give it justice because people say he broke his jaw. He smashed his jaw in multiple places. And it was such an impressive performance against Jordan Thompson. Now, with the long layoff. During the During recovery, recovery, it looked as though you're, you're punching, punching harder. harder. With, with that, with long, that layoff, long layoff, were you able, were you able to fine-tune fine a few things, things, things Joy? Joy? Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so before, so before the, the jaw surgery and stuff, um, I actually had a head surgery. So, so more, like, like, mining bucket, it was the majority of my pro career. I was fighting with a bad head. So we had one fight and then the greatest fight. Was the only, the only two fights, fights I had had for surgery. That's why I had to lay off between those two fights as well. I, 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 I saw, saw that on, on your documentary, documentary entry. There's a great documentary leading that fight where you said, said there was a part, was a part of, of your career where you had, had to get surgery on your hand, hand but you simply just couldn't afford the operation. Was that correct? correct? Yeah, back in the day, you know, and being at that the start of the career where you've got to stay active, it's just... You know, we couldn't afford it, and my career couldn't afford it as well. You know, that layoff is... No, I was in a car for nine months, months and then, and, um, you know, it was, you know, it was a long, long, long back, back, but, you know, you know we were here now, now, and it, it, it all worked out. Yeah, yeah, now, round, round three in the fight, your opponent, Jordan Thompson, he jammed you with a good shot at the chin, which would have dropped many fighters, but you seem to switch into even a greater beast mode, because... Um, um, that ability to withstand that physical, that physical discomfort. discomfort. Now, I know, now, you, I know come you come from a line of fighters, fighters both, on your, both on your, your mum and your dad's, and dad's side. side. Where's that Where's come that from? I know a lot, I know of, a lot of it comes from training. training. Does a lot of it come from, from bloodlines blood as, well? as well? Um, you know, you know I, think I think a lot of it comes from the sacrifice had to get to that point, you know what I mean? People people don't understand the stuff that happens in the fights and in the rings, but they don't understand the time and the effort and the sacrifice, the pain that you have to endure to get to that point. Even the surgery, the whole thing, to get back to the ring. The physical pain, nothing compared to the emotional pain you have to put yourself through. Mm-hmm. Oh, mate, you, oh, looked, you, looked, you, looked you looked absolutely amazing. amazing. Just, just, you, you, the, 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 I, don't I, know, I don't know. I know. I know. All about the technicalities of boxing, boxing but I tell, tell you what, you looked amazing. Looked amazing. And, and, the, and the commentators, they could, they could not, not stop waxing lyric. I don't know if you've had a chance to go back and watch the fight. Being at Wembley, performing the way he did. I mean, Wembley's the holy grail of sport. How was that, mate? Oh, man. It was a good feeling, you know, to be where I belong in big stadium fights. I've been waiting a long time to get to headline those stadium fights and... You know, you know, relief. relief. You know, walking, you know, walking out, out to the stadium, stadium was, it was just finally here. 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 So, so, so it was a good feeling. What about, what the, about reaction the reaction from the crowd, from the crowd towards, towards you? you? 
Um, you know, you know I, I, was, I, was I was there against the crowd, you know, which is understandable. You know, I'm in enemy territory, territory and, and um, that's, that's why, why we went there as well. We went there to earn respect, and I feel like that's what we did. And what about, I was going to say, what about Post Fight? Did they turn a little, and you know, the media did locally in London. How was all that towards you, Jai? Um, um, it, was it was busy, you know, you know I was doing a lot of interviews and stuff like that, like that. but um, um, I definitely feel like they, uh, they, uh, they, they had it as a Jordan Thompson fight night, you know, you know, you know yeah, like, they, yeah. they, uh, they were they really, really, I don't know, I, don't know, they, I, had, the, I had the, even though I was the favourite golden fight, I felt like I had the tactics up against me, but it just made made that victory even more sweeter. It reminded me of Rocky, Rocky Four, you know, when they were rushing us to the favourite wrestler. And they, they, they were chanting Rocky. Rocky. That's exactly that's what it was like that I saw coverage. There were so many people so impressed, so impressed with the performance that, uh, yeah, who didn't who know you before definitely know you now. Everyone had to chase you for the belt. So... Would you, like Would you like to bring, to bring those big fights to Australia, Australia Joy, or, or the or lights of the, of the UK, UK and Madison, Madison Square Garden, Garden Vegas? Vegas. Is, is, is that something that appeals, appeals to you? Man, the, um, the, 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 the big fights in America, America, the big fights overseas, I feel like they've already, they've already been, been done. done. You know, I, you know, I, feel, I feel like it'll just be another box of fighting in another stadium that's already been done over there. But I feel like... Bringing the fight to Australia, Australia, and I really, really, really want to bring a, a unification fight to, to Gosford Stadium, Stadium or hometown, hometown and to the coast. coast. Um, you know, um, you know, things, things like that, that I, I, feel like, I feel like doing what hasn't been done before, before is more appealing, appealing to me, you know, you know what I mean? If, if, if those, those American, American fight fights come, come and those, those, another, another, you know, fight over the UK comes, you know, obviously we take it and we do what we got to do and we go and handle business, but... I, 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 feel I feel like, like I, I take, I take a, a, lot, a lot more pride, pride in doing, doing here on our, on our home turf. turf. You know, you like, know like, that was that the whole point of going, going over there and earning respect that, that we, we deserve. And I feel like I've done that. And, you know, I hope we're favour now. Now, talking about unification, a guy by the name of Chris Billum Smith, he's 18-0 from memory. Is he the one that you would fight as part of a unification? For sure, for sure. That, 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 that would be a, a, I really, I really want to fight WBO. WBO. You know, yeah, I want yeah, that, 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 that WBO for a long, long time. time. So, you know, I, you know, I don't care, I don't care if you've got it or someone else wins it. In this matter of time, I'm going to fight someone else. I'm going to fight someone but it doesn't bother me that I want Now, a funny story I heard. And I and I I saw I saw it on the documentary. So I found funny. You growing up as a kid, all your mates would come around and stay at your house. But over a period of time, you stopped stopped having mates playing playing stay at your house because because Joel was was allowed to play with his mates and train first. And so his mates stayed over. They had they had train also, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 my mom would always make, make a train of trainers first. Uh, and then that boy out was joining in. That's that's. What's the documentary, by the way, Sats? It's called. Remind me what it's called, Joy? Joy? Unbroken. And where do you watch it? On YouTube. It goes for about 20, 30 minutes. That's what I'll be watching tonight. Mate, you mentioned post fight for the holiday. Did you manage to have the family? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was, um, um, 
That was another that was victory, victory on the plane, you know. My mom, my mom had been overseas, you know, she never traveled, been on the plane. plane. Took my, 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 my brother, brother and sister over there, there so, so I got to show them Paris, Paris and, and uh, took them to the end of the day and put them to the end of the day. Mom didn't get on the mushy, did she? Mom didn't get on the mushy, did she? My mom was a veteran, so she was keeping me from the road. Jai, mate, outstanding a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and mate, and mate and thanks, thanks for finding, for finding time, time to talk to us again. again. Uh, you've, you've made us made so, so bloody, bloody proud. proud. And every time every I talk, talk to Jai and I hear the passion in his voice, voice, I get chills. chills. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, 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 good. The rest of the world now stood up and taken notice. Absolutely. You're an outstanding human being, Jai, and we'd love to talk to you again another time on Sports Day. Thank you. I appreciate the call. Kia didn't, didn't just make an eight-seat family, family car. They made, they made a brand, brand new utility, utility vehicle. vehicle. Kia, Kia car, car UV. This, this is Sports, Sports Day. Day. We'll be back, we'll be back, in, back a in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. Of course, there's a big topic around today. Is Eddie Jones trustworthy? <laughs> Um, Sats, yes or no? Well, if he's telling the CEO or the, the boss of Rugby Australia, Phil War, What was that? That was Daddy Bass yelling out no. Right. Um, if he's telling Phil, for, if he's looking him in the eyes and shaking his hands and saying, hey, Phil, I'm here for the long haul, well, I'm taking him on his word. And that's, it looks as though that Phil War is doing that also. Yeah, I, I, I think Phil War. Uh, is being ridiculous about this. Um, mate, if it quacks like a duck, swims like a duck, it's a duck. And he doesn't even too, have webbed feet, mate. There's too much. He doesn't even have a beak. Mate, mate, there's too much talk about this going on. There was a Zoom, an alleged Zoom interview. Alleged. With Japanese rugby. Alleged, yeah. There's an alleged second meeting coming up. This is what Phil Wall had to say about it. Yeah, Eddie said to me uh, that he hasn't had that, and he said that to me a number of times. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take him for, for his word. I mean, it's not my uh, responsibility to uh, speculate or, or go and talk to the Japanese uh, Rugby Football Union and ask them whether they've met with Eddie. But, uh, you know, as I've said, that, uh, you know, Eddie said no. Sorry, Phil. You're putting the game at risk by not chatting to Japan Rugby Union. You, we have a wonderful relationship with Japanese rugby. Why can't you go CEO to CEO, put to just an email and say, listen, we'll get, there's a lot of heat over here. What's going – are you guys talking to him? If you are, whatever. Because if he does that, it means that he doesn't – he's not putting faith in his head coach. If he's not putting – if he's got no faith in his head coach, he should sack him now. Okay, well then – Rather than doing the investigation. Oh, okay, mate, but don't you think he owes it to the sponsors, the stakeholders – and the players just to do a little due diligence behind the scenes and keep it to himself? Don't you think he has the right to it? Come on, mate. You don't run a business. You don't run a business by taking Eddie Jones's word for it. That's not how you run a business. Well, it depends what sort of relationship they've got. Eddie you know, if they've w- got a historical relationship where they've got a, a trustworthy relationship where Phil Wall believes that if Eddie Jones looks him in the eye and says, you know what, boss, I haven't had a meeting with Japan, Japanese rugby, and you can go and do all the investigation you like. I'm here for the long haul. And I'm the, I'm, I'm the boss of rugby. I'm saying, okay, Eddie, we've got good history. If you're telling me the truth, 
Let's move on. And that is fraught with danger. Okay, well, because he's not doing the right thing by the game in Australia by doing that. Well, if he doesn't, if he does conduct an investigation, he's got no faith in him. Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, he's got so, no faith in him. He, he just he should sack him. No, but it's not black and white. He he might just go, okay, Eddie, you tell me that. That's fine. No worries. In the meantime, just a little bit of sniffing around the background. Do the right thing by the code in Australia. Just don't take someone's word for it. It's business 101, Sats. Yeah, but I mean... It's like when you employ also, someone. It also works on the... It also involves the relationship of the two parties. Stuff the relationship. It's bigger than those two, Sats. Mm. It's bigger than those two. Yeah, What but, about the relationship with the fans? This is not going to go away until Phil Wall does a full investigation. Mate, there is so much smoke around this, and, and the leaks are coming out of Japan. Well, that's the thing. He may not have to do an investigation. It may just, just do it. It, it takes two minutes. The, inf- the information may fall in his lap anyway. And this if is, it does, they act on well, it. Well, then again, that's poor management as well. He's going to look like a dickhead if it falls in his lap and he didn't find it himself. It's going to find him anyway. But that It's going to find him anyway. You don't get it. So, so when you employ someone... No, I, I get it. I no, get you it. don't. I do. I get it because what he wants to do is he wants to put faith... In his head coach, and they've got a good relationship from history from years gone by. I so, get that. So what they need to do is, I say, listen, we haven't had a great World Cup campaign. What we need to do is start moving forward, okay, and we'll start trying to come up with not only this review, but let's come up with some strategies of how we make Australian rugby better. Now, in the meantime, there's going to be people that will be doing work for Phil Wall without him focusing wholly and solely on that. Let's move forward. It's not focusing whole and solely on it. It's just sending an email and waiting for a response. Just send CEO, an email. CEO. You don't investigate something by just sending an email. CEO to CEO, he's got a relationship already with Japan Rugby. And the CEO, rugby CEO is just going to say, yep, I'm going to give up that information straight away. Why wouldn't he? So it, it's it's a long-winded exercise. Oh, come on, Sam. At this length, level... We're all going to look like idiots. At this level, it's a long-winded exercise if you oh. want to peel back all the layers and do an investigation at this level. Okay, so we're just going to... From now on, guys, we're just going to take Eddie's word on everything because Eddie's fair income, Ridgey did. So what he's trying to do at the moment is he's trying to create a little bit of stability and then if something happens How? down the... If something happens down the track where it falls in his lap and he's got information... Well, then he acts on it. I think it's weak. Because we're, we're no, sitting, it's weak. There's no international rugby for a long time, so they've got they have got time. They've got but space. This talk is causing damage to the brand. Well, Eddie's running off and doing his own media conferences. There's no games for a long time, so okay. No, no, you guys are right. So what they can you do know, is you're right. they can fly under the radar and yeah, do whatever they're they've not got to flying do. under the radar. <sighs> Such your argument is, I want to say S H I T. It is crap. No, it's because. I think at times you, you become part of this mainstream media. Oh, that here just, we go. Just, right, we're going to a break. This is you, you just want outside. You Let's just go. want this pessimistic view. I don't on everything. I you don't. Tr- I like, can't wait like to that, the day this all falls on your egg. On you all end up with egg on your does, faces. And if it does, if if he ends you up, if he, to end, me. if he ends up having to move, no, because you're talking about Phil Ward doing an investigation. He doesn't Which have he should do. He doesn't have to do an investigation. There'll be other people that'll be doing all the work for him. All right, we've got to go. That one day may say to him, hey, listen, we've got this evidence. He goes, okay, well, guess what? From this day Are forward, you doing- I can't trust Eddie Jones. So you need to move on. He doesn't okay. have to focus it's a, it's on a, it. It's a backward way of doing business and, and controlling a business. that It just based it all on relationship. No, it's not, not based not, on that Not at all. doing CEO. Well, that's what you said. It's, it's based, based on, on relationship. It's based. It's, I have a relationship and we trust each other. So if he, didn't, if he doesn't trust him, 
If he's not going to put faith in his head coach, he may as well sack him today. I'm not saying that he doesn't trust him. He may as well just sack him. But just don't rely on that. You look like an idiot. No, but if he's not if he's not going to rely on Are we going his word, circles? he just he should sack him now. Well, then do it. But yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't want to do that because he's taking his head coach on his word. That's why they employed him. Is he back from France? Is he? I don't know. Break time. I don't know. Another goose. And so you think next. you think sport is a normal business. This ain't a normal business. Oh, no. You guys are all special. <laughs> You're above everybody else. I understand. You tell me all the time. This is sports day. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is sports day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. We've calmed down a little bit from our discussions earlier on. Um, what's this thing you've chucked into the into the run sheet for this wonderful segment. What? Oh, nappy. Nappy consent. What's that mean? I said this amongst the group. So there is I a... I have seen it. Yeah, there was a, um, a lady who appeared on a TV show talking mm. about... Well, ha- have a look. This is basically about when you change your baby's nappy. Parents must ask permission before changing their child's oh. nappy. Deanne Carson believes consent must be given by the child before their dirty nappy is removed. Here she is on the ABC suggesting how to go about it. Of course. I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? Of course the baby's not going to respond. Yes, Mum, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that their response matters. What? I think we just found the nine ball of the month right there. And? She answered her own question when she said, of course the baby's not going to say, yeah, mum, that'd be great. Honestly, that's the most ridiculous thing I've heard all year. And? Yeah. You know how I feel about the ABC. Yeah. And it's on the ABC. (laughs) Why would you run that story? (laughs) Why why would you run a story with a (sighs) lunatic? Because you know what? They probably agree. When I'm 80 and I'm getting my nappy changed, yeah. they're going to have to ask consent from me. Beck's going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> and All she's going to do is leave a short pause. Yeah. And then I'll let her know. And and extra talcum powder? <laughs> Just apply that. That's, that is ridiculous. Oh. Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. Thanks to our great mates at Kia. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Nobody knows racing in Queensland more than this man. What's gambling really costing you, Chris Nelson? Have we got a busy weekend around Queensland? Well, we have got a busy weekend, uh, Jase, around Queensland, but probably more interstate because we've got some... Big racing headlined or headlined by the Caulfield Cup, of mm. course. Now, any Queensland horse? Of great interest. Well, no, but of great interest to us is without a fight, who's going around as one of the uh, the major fancies for the Caulfield Cup. Now, of course, he won the Q22 at Eagle Farm during the uh, the winter, and of course, we saw. Um, think about it when the Strad broke at Eagle Farm during the winter and come yep. out and win the Everest. So we know that form in Queensland is very very strong, but. Look, some news came through on uh, Thursday that without a fight was a little bit lame and would have to be checked again before the race. So that puts a bit of a dampener on uh, on without a fight. Look, if everything's okay, he's got a great chance in the race. But if not, well, I think they'll have their work cut out beating Gold Trip, who was so impressive winning 
uh, recently. But uh, we do have good racing, of course, in Queensland over the weekend, headlined by Eagle Farm. Uh, the Gold Coast Poly Track, there's a meeting there, of course. We raced at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. Rockhampton in the north and the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. So plenty to get your teeth stuck into there. And there's four country cups, Jase. I love I this like time the of the year. Cups. I do. I do. What have we got? Are you ready? Yeah. So you can uh, you can jump in the car and you can sit there and work out which one of these you're going to uh, set the compass for on uh, on Saturday. Blackall, Innisfail. Mm. Bit of a drive. Mm. Stanthorpe or Wandai. There you go. The choice is yours. Stanthorpe. It's closer. That closest? Yeah. I, I just need a driver. <laughs> And how many long necks is that again? This is what we're going to try and work <laughs> it out on. Yeah, yeah. You drink them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> drink responsibly is the other warning I must give you. Of course. Radio kids. Tips this weekend. Okay, Eagle Farm. I think the last two races are the most appealing. Race nine, number six, Sweet Margot May. Resumes from a break. She's four from four fresh. I think she can make it five from five. And race 10, number four, Lost in Transit, who probably should have won at Eagle Farm a couple of weeks ago. Uh, 1,200 metres is ideal for him. Trained by Stuart Kendrick, who's just training everything to win at the moment. So he's got a lot in his favour there. So race nine, number six. Race 10, number four. And one for those who like a little bit of value. Uh, race six, number seven, Magic Charlie, who'll bowl along in front. I'm not sure he could hold those others off, but he'll give a great sight, and you never know he might. And he'll be around double-figure odds. Race six, number seven. Question without notice. Um, I had one boom horse racing last weekend. Any, any around at the moment, mate? No, they're a bit quiet, the booms at the moment. Mm. Uh, not a lot of them around. I think once we get to um, back to the... Well, we've got two-year-old season at the moment. When we get more of these uh, city-trained horses in the two-year-old races, you might see some more booms. A lot of them tend to come through Tony Gollan's stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hasn't had any two-year-olds races yet this season. So right you on. might just have the weekend off the booms there, Jason. Okay, mate. So, uh, And the other thing, too, can we just mention Alligator Blood last week? And what a great... What a great... Win. I mean, it's a sometimes Queenslander, right? Alligator Blood? It's got. Con- oh, it's had it connections here. Yes, definitely. We claim him because he, of course, started in Queensland with yep. David Van Dyke. But that was his seventh Group One, winning the Might incredible. and Power. Incredible. Not sure if you saw that race, but yeah, it was incredible because we had a tearaway leader, and he had to do all the donkey work trying to, you know, keep the field in <laughs> in contact with that particular runner. And I tell you what, he is no donkey. Once he took over in the straight, he's uh, he's rock solid. That back in form, just kept isn't on he? Going to the line. Back in yeah, form. Yeah, he's just it's just amazing. I mean. He goes towards the Cox Plate now in uh, in two weeks' time or a week and a half's time. So really looking forward to that. Rayo Nelson, uh, wonderful time of the year it is. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Nelson, we'll chat next week, mate. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jase. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. We're just about to uh, wrap it up. Um, Not only did we have pretty good rugby league this weekend with New Zealand and Samoa. Yeah. uh, We've also got the semifinals of the Rugby World Cup. But Australia will play Pakistan tomorrow night in their fourth ODI World Cup match, which will be big. It feels like they've been over... feels like the cricket team... And our rugby players, or not yeah. our rugby players, but all the other rugby players. Yeah. Seems like they've been over there for like a couple of months. Well, the Australian cricket team's been on tour for a yeah, couple yeah. of months. Mm. Prior to this, they were in South Africa. Um, I tell you what, this is a this is a do or die match. For are you laughing what I'm laughing at? In the run sheet. Yeah. Yeah. Who wrote that? 
Well, who do you reckon? Is it you or Daddy? It wasn't me. I know how to spell Netherlands. <laughs> Can you... <laughs> Daddy? The Netherlands. Yeah, it's... it's it's not. It's not um, Michael Jackson's ranch. It's not never-ending story. <laughs> it's. It's. Wasn't that the name of Michael Jackson's ranch, though? Neverland. Ne- Neverland. It was too. Yeah. So yeah. Michael Jackson's <laughs> kids beat. I uh, heard they beat the other night South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Well done to Michael Jackson Including and his kids. Bubbles the chimp. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they play Pakistan. Now Pakistan are what second in the world, in. 50 over format? I think so, Yeah, yes. second. India first. And, and we're South fourth Africa. or something? Yeah, we're fourth. South Africa third. Uh, the Netherlands, they're 14th. But, yeah, this is tough. Now, I'm not sure where we sit. Where do we sit now? Because we've got a good run rate from the win the other night. Yeah, it's too far out, mate. We've got nine games. You play so everyone once, once, don't you? Yeah. Mm. There's a big game on Saturday as well. I forget yeah. who that is. But it, there's... How do you know it's a big game? When you, yeah, because I can't. I'll playing. tell you. Just I'll tell you right now. Uh, just one moment, please. Okay, while you're trying to find yeah. that, um, David Warner's comments about the umpires, umpires what a statistics knob. should be shown on the screen because it happens in the AFL and the NRL, apparently. No, NFL and NRL. NFL and NRL. And uh, No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Where's David getting his information from? Here's Casey Badger. Uh, she's put up her flag eight times <laughs> in the last two weeks. David, what's going on with you? Yeah. Just cop the decision, mate. You cop the good ones and the bad ones, don't you, Sats? Yep. Like Dave, you, don't like... talk. Simple. <laughs> um, Neverlands yeah. uh, will play Sri Lanka. Massive game. On Saturday. Yeah. Oh, it's England, South Africa, Saturday night. Okay, That's what yeah. I was thinking of. Mm. That's what I was thinking England of. have been pretty ordinary. Yeah, they are. Mm. They're crap. Yep. Uh, how's your baseball going? Uh, we've got to go. <laughs> have a nice weekend because uh, we don't work Fridays. What are you doing? Oh, we're playing golf in a couple of weeks too. You mean heels. Who's going to be the fourth? I don't know. Daddy Vass? Yeah, pop perhaps or, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Don't okay. put me on the spot. I don't know. I don't, I don't, Ian might want to bring someone. Oh, yeah, true. Good, yeah. He might bring, he might bring, uh, bring his Pat Welsh, his teammate. Loves his golf. Doesn't he? Whispering Pat. <laughs> We've got to go. See ya. Uh, enjoy your weekend of sport. We'll be back Monday night. See ya. Oh, Goodbye. I say Volkanovski's fighting. Oh, yeah, we, we're still on. Are we? Yeah, Volkanovski's fighting on Sunday. Oh, he is too. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting... You just told me. Markashev, yeah, yeah, for the second time, and he took the fight in 11 days. Amazing. Incredible. That's Sunday. That's on Sunday. All righty. This time we're going. See ya. Goodbye!